Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast, a podcast where we help you take your ideas from a dream to reality. Each episode will cover topics to help you overcome frustrations we all encounter in our maker community. I'm Trevor Wanamaker, a part-time maker running MakerExperiment.com, and my co-host Stephen Ellis is a part-time woodworker running Old South Woodcraft, and Martina Miller, who's a full-time maker running Naughty by Nature Designs. We've all encountered bumps and pitfalls along the road we call making, and we are using this podcast to help you avoid the same pitfalls. Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast for episode 39, where we're going to talk about things that are basically beyond our control. So, what's going on, Martina? Good. I think a bunch of people will be looking forward to hearing your rant about things outside of your control. Or they will get tired of my rant about things (laughs) outside of my control. Hey, there is a way to fast forward how we speak. They can put us in one and a half times or two times if they want to get through it faster. That's true. Yeah, yeah I, forgot, I forgot about that. I never did that. <laughs> so anyway, what are you watching this week, if anything? I haven't really been uh, into the TV this week. We had friends staying with us, so we did more activities, I guess, than TV watching. So I got to go... We have a big zoo here in town, so we got to go to the zoo that has a bunch of new exhibits. And so they have um, a baby rhino there, so I got to see the baby rhino. I got to feed a giraffe pet stingrays so i felt like a little kid they have stingrays at the zoo Mm -hmm. i thought those were at the aquariums they have it they have a huge like i guess a pool considered a pool and it's completely covered so that way it stays temperature controlled and then they have a bunch of stingrays the bat rays and then a couple sharks in there that you can touch which zoo is this it's in fresno fresno chaffee zoo okay i've Um, only been to san diego zoo i See, I've never been there, but I've heard that one's massive. So ours isn't that big to where it takes multiple days, but it's also not like a hundred bucks to get in, which is nice. Yeah, we went and I don't even think we saw a quarter of it. Yeah, I've never, I've heard it's years ago. I've heard it's crazy to get through, but ours, because they're doing so much updating to it, it's nice because it's not like a bunch of animals in small cages. They're redoing a bunch of it. So like the African thing looks like a safari and it's like this huge, like a huge plane for the elephants and um, a couple of rhinos, emu, or no, the ostriches are out there. So it looks like you're out in their environment versus them being trapped in a little cage and you feeling bad for them. Well, that's good. Yeah. They've, the city's put a ton of money into it. It's always a bonus. Yeah, I don't mind paying my taxes for that. You relived your childhood by playing outside. Yes. Well, yeah, because I <laughs> it was so weird because I was like, I haven't been here in like 10 years or something. So parts of it still look like exactly like they did when I, you know, when I had mm-hmm. to go on my class field trip 20 plus whatever years ago. But then some of it, I was like, holy crap, I can't believe they've done so much work. Well, it's amazing what they can do in a when they actually want to support it exactly what about you what have you been up to well i've finished the three episodes of abby's and then other than that dealing with shipping issues having mild heart attacks you know <laughs> the the norm if you ship things as a maker the, the norm for you i don't know if it's 
just you and you're actually open about the problems. I, I know Liz, uh, Lizzie had a bunch of problems this week too, but I definitely feel like out of any maker that ships, you have the most nightmares. I feel like I'm getting targeted somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're getting paid back for something you did in a previous life. Like karma is now coming to get you. You know what they probably do? They probably see that it says maker experiment on the label. And they look me up on Instagram. They're like, he doesn't have 10,000 followers. Let's mess with him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like, but that's how, like, it literally felt. Although it made me feel better that Lizzie was having problems. Although I'm sorry, Lizzie, that you're having problems. Yeah. But it made me happier that I wasn't the only one. Because I was feeling like it was just me. Because it was what, like, it should, a I 75% think, issue rate? I think that every I was having? episode for the past five weeks. We've probably had like a little brief thing about your shipping. Well, and then not only had FedEx broken the most complicated sign I've ever done, then they denied the claim, and then it showed up at my house last night more damaged than they damaged it the first time. So, so the, there's like, I can't even save it anymore. This is the one from six months ago, right? No, that was UPS. They will. Okay, okay. I canceled my accounts with them. They won't even talk to me anymore. They have refused the claim. They said they'll continue to refuse it unless we provide more pictures. Like, it's been five months. The person doesn't have it anymore. Like, it was broken. Why would they keep it for five months knowing it was broken? Yeah. <laughs> That's so crappy. So you've lost, a, you've lost a shipping account and you've lost a client due to outside factors. Yeah, definitely things beyond my control. Because it was the UPS one for the first month... It was me talking with UPS. They scheduled a time to pick it up with the client so they could inspect it. They wouldn't show up in the window. Then they would claim that he did not make it available within the window, even though they were the ones not coming at the right time. Right. So they'd reschedule it. And this happened three times. So finally, he just got fed up with it. And then they said, well, send us more pictures. They sent him a list of 15 different situations they wanted pictures of. See, why couldn't he just, not that it's his responsibility really, but why couldn't he have just taken it to a UPS store and had one of the employees do that checklist that they wanted? I honestly don't know. I don't know if that was an option. I wasn't on that end of it. Got it. I'm always on the end where I get screwed. <laughs> because... No matter what, ha like if it breaks, I replace it regardless mm -hmm. because I feel it's the responsibility that of the person that chipped it that, you know, if I'm making a sign, the person on the receiving end should receive an intact sign. Right. Even if UPS or FedEx or USPS breaks it, I will still do whatever I can in my power to make it right. Right. That's, well, it's essentially warranting your work like I've discussed about what I do with my yeah. stuff. And then, I mean, there's not much that I can do beyond replacing it if it breaks. But then if they don't pay the claim, I'm out that money. Sorry, I had a cuteness interruption. That's okay. I couldn't. I was trying to figure out if I could hear like your dog's footsteps or if it was my yes. dog's footsteps. It was so. one of my dogs. Yeah. And then you started talking. So it was like, is that his kid like prancing yes. into the room? It was my kid with a dog. Got it. We did record later too, so now they're up and they need their yeah. they need their egos and whatnot made for them. True. <laughs> so I mean, between 
like I I get that you need to prove that you packaged the package okay. Like I get that. Mm-hmm. But there's I think there's a limit to how much they should be able to request. Right. And then even then they're like, well, you when you paid for shipping and you're declaring the value, that is not insuring the package. And I was like, excuse me? How is that not insuring it? Thank you. So you have the same understanding that I do. Because there's no extra, if you're doing it online, there's no extra field that says insurance specifically unless you're doing it through like USPS and then it does. UPS and FedEx always have like some package value. And if you pay attention to the shipping rates, if you make that value lower, the shipping rate goes down. If you make it higher, the shipping rate goes up. And then from everything I've read, the declared value is you saying this is what it's worth. I'm paying for that package to get there safely. And maybe I'm misunderstanding it. But mm-hmm. when I called FedEx, they're like, just because you put the declared value doesn't mean we have to pay it. Like, or you could just not break it. <laughs> I mean. that I Like, that's what I don't understand is they clearly have to receive packages themselves at some point. So why isn't it as a company like, hey, man, don't treat my stuff bad. Like, let's take some pride in our job and not destroy everything. We won't destroy other people's things so our stuff doesn't get destroyed. You would think. Yeah. I think it's people that don't care about the job and I hear they don't UPS, have to pay for it. I hear UPS pays well too, so that's weird. I don't know. Honestly, the worst experience I've ever had was with UPS. I like by that. Far. Last week it was like a company that will not be named and this week you're like, I don't oh, care yeah, anymore. I'm, done. I'm putting everyone on blast. This is well, screwed because, me over. So I've tried. I've tried really hard to be patient about this. It has been that was November. Yeah, that's a long time. So this is almost six months? That's I would have lost my cool probably way before you. So I called them and they said, well, you'll need to provide more pictures before we can do anything about the claim. I'm like, it's been six, like five months. Do you think the person still has said item? No. Said item that's practically a paperweight and, at this point? And you need to have the original packaging, which isn't going to happen five months later. Like... <laughs> Unless they're a hoarder. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, talk about having realistic expectations. Come on. It's so weird to me, like, shipping in general. I don't understand how they get their prices. Like, I had sent um, Becca a trim router, and so I had it packaged up in a leftover Amazon box and with their airbags, so I had it all yeah. packaged up and everything, and I tried to do, like, the self-checkout through USPS, but the scale was down, so I had to go into the line and they said shipping's going to be 20 bucks and i was like whatever that's fine and then she said something about if we put it in this box it's 15 bucks more and i said well why am i putting it in another box it's already in one and she said no if i add it to this box your shipping will be cheaper versus the box you're providing so Flat you're rate. giving me a bigger box than what i brought this in and making it heavier and now i'm saving over $5 she said exactly Th- this doesn't make any sense. I just did my part recycling, basically, and yeah. reused an item. But now we're that must putting... be the flat rate box. Yeah, some priority box or whatever. I was like, this is the stupidest freaking concept. I should get the same shipping price as that other box, if not cheaper, because my box is smaller. So one thing I learned from talking to somebody that worked at UPS years ago was how they calculate their shipping rate is based on some formula inside the company and 
So if you put in like your length, your width, your height or whatever, the mm-hmm. package and you put in the weight of the package. So I did this right online. I checked all the boxes that said like your package is over some dimension. I put, so if it measured 11 and a half, I put 12. If it measured 23 inches wide, I said 24. Mm-hmm. If it was th- two inches tall, I said it was three. And then if it was, you know, 10 pounds, I said it was 11. So I overestimated everything. Printed the label, shipped it. And then I think that's one of the, like, the two that made it. And then, like, two days later, I got a surcharge bill telling me that my package was... I didn't pay for enough shipping based on the size. And then it had the size in there. And they were... I think the dimensions were all the same Mm -hmm. and the weight was all the same, but they said I didn't pay enough. Yeah. I'm not the one calculating this. So I come to find out there's some formula that once you drop it off, they do something in their warehouses or whatever. And then they recalculate your shipping based on that. And whatever that formula is, it's what becomes your charge regardless of what you did online. Like, that's the other part of re- the reason I canceled my account. That's so stupid. Because like, out of the five or six packages I shipped with them, all of them came back to me as I needed to pay more money to ship it, which ended up costing me more than, like, I'm pretty sure I could have driven some of them cheaper. Because <laughs> some were like, to I think one was to California. See, family road trip. You You could go to California and then you can go to the zoo. I'm honestly thinking that hand delivering my packages is the only way they're going to survive. Because, and Lizzie and I have both talked about this. You basically have to package whatever you're shipping as if it's going to go through like an end of the world nuclear fallout. I just feel like, you know, when you see like these cartoon movies and stuff like that and they get like stuck in these factories and it's like machines come like stomping down and it's like, oh no, the little cartoon character is going to get smashed up. Like that must be from UPS or something like that. They got that footage and then they're going to turn it into reality. So you're sending your package down the conveyor belt and then it's like hit or miss whether or not something's going to stomp on it. So it's just like Russian roulette type thing. You know? Because I, I don't like understand, that. like, some of these boxes I'm seeing, like, people post in their stories. What, like, it looks like an alligator ate it. Well, I'm going to send you a picture right now of the, so the box of the damaged sign that they shipped back to me for some reason. <laughs> I like that you're going to send me the picture instead of just showing it to, to me on the video screen. Well, I mean, I can. It's yeah. going to be hard to see. <laughs> so this. <laughs> like Someone ate it. So how big of a hole is that in the corner of the box? Dude, this is how it showed up to my house. foot could fit through that. So they, so this, they took the box. Well, not even the whole box. They took part of the box I shipped it in, rewrapped the sign, shoved it in another box, didn't pat it at all. And then it looks like they basically threw it everywhere on the way here. And it kind of <laughs> looks like they just kicked it onto my doorstep because there's a giant, like that hole is the size of a foot. And then I open it up, and it's the damaged sign, twice as damaged as it arrived the first time. That's nuts. And they're still claiming that they haven't done anything wrong. (sighs) 
I'd be I'm so like, pissed. explain to me how, like, personally, I think if you ship something and you insure it, no matter what happens to it, as long as it's packaged and it has some kind of protectant, like bubble wrap or foam or whatever, they should pay out the claim. That's my you feeling. You would think. That's why I was telling not. you, you just they need to start, them. like, video documenting how well your packages are protected. So the weird thing is, is like USPS, I uploaded the same pictures I uploaded to FedEx, the same style of pictures, right? Mm -hmm. They paid out their claim, didn't even want to inspect it, didn't ask any questions. They're like, yep, we broke it. I'm like, I had... what the heck? Why are they so and... easy and everybody else is so hard? In December, I made this um, US template out of plywood for another maker. He was using it. He needed the template done on my CNC so he could make a um, challenge coin thing, like a challenge coin map type, or not map, flag, and he wanted it shaped like the U.S. I can, oh, there you go. You're coming back now. The funny part is, like, your smirk kept getting, like, a little, like, broader each time you unglitched. So I was like, are you there? Are you not there? I am here. Okay. Anyway, so I made this um, template out of plywood and it was like 24 inches by 18 inches, something like that. And I had to send it from here to South Carolina, maybe. And I took it to UPS and they said it was going to be $70 to ship. And I was like, this is outrageous. There's no way this guy is going to pay for the shipping on this. And then um, that's because they wanted it in a box. And then someone had messaged me on Instagram and they said, you don't have to put everything in a box to ship it out. You can just wrap stuff in bubble wrap and tape it and you could strip it out. So I did that and it wasn't even like heavy duty coated for this half inch piece of plywood. So I was nervous about it getting there, but shipping for USPS cost me $12 or 12 or 17 bucks to get it there. And it was just wrapped in bubble wrap, no box, and it made it there in one piece. So USPS for lightweight stuff that's smaller is kind of expensive like if you 17 bucks isn't expensive that thing no, was pretty no. good no i mean like if you have something that's like a few ounces mm -hmm. but it's I, I guess i worded that wrong if it's a few ounces but it's a little bit bigger it's kind of expensive because they do it based off the size basically well right like i sent you that shirt and i was like it's surprising to me that it weighs four ounces and it's take it's four dollars and fifty cents to ship to you Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like it would be, like, half of that. Yeah. And, well, I mean, but to the same effect, like, I took a, what was it? It was a package about the size of, like, the small flat rate USPS box. Mm -hmm. So it's maybe, you know, like, like, six by nine by one inch tall or something. Like, something fairly small. U your USPS, I think I shipped it for seven or eight bucks or something but i took it to ups first because i was dropping off a crate sign at the at the time mm -hmm. and i was like well how much would it be to ship this well that one it's pretty small it'll be forty dollars for what it's like, like they literally just make up some random number i'm like they stuck it on the scale they measured it and then they're telling me it's 40 bucks i'm like this is the most ludicrous thing i've ever heard of but they're cheaper when it's like a freight crate that's nuts because i shipped a sign that was like five feet long and it was 18 inches wide and the crate was maybe four inches tall 
and it weighed like 50 pounds, it cost like 100 bucks. See, this is why I don't want to ship. You just have nightmare stories. Well, I have nightmare stories with certain carriers that I am no longer <laughs> going to use. See, but for the past, like, four deliveries I think I've done of, like, my big projects, I've had to worry about rain, and I don't have a covered trailer. So I have that outside factor where it's literally you're watching the weather for 10 days straight as long as the weather app shows it to try and figure out what day you can deliver. Well, maybe you should get a covered trailer. Maybe you should help donate and I can get a cover trailer. <laughs> I'm having enough trouble paying for my own stuff. <laughs> um, that would be nice. But I always worry about like if stuff was too tall, I guess then I would just yeah. deal with having my truck. But yeah, there was a couple, like even like the dining room table I delivered, I think before Thanksgiving on my way home, it started to pour. I was like, if I would have taken 30 more minutes strapping this thing in place it would have been soaked by the time i got it there so i think somebody needs to fund a better internet or provider for you because your internet is constantly it's not working today it's so weird i haven't had issues in a while (laughs) like (laughs) on my side so i don't think it comes in through the recording that people are hearing but on my side this is a factor you can't control yeah (laughs) to some extent because you're because it'll show me like your connection signal and it went from like just white and being okay and then it went completely red and then you started glitching and i feel like every time i glitch i always have some weird weird face going on because like i could see that you're laughing at me but then you can't hear me responding to you there are some funny looking faces (laughs) We're going to start doing some screen grabs and we'll post it to the Instagram stories of like the behind the scenes of recording. Behind the scenes factors you can't control. Jeez. Well, that well, that's funny because even out, outside factors we can't control, like the amount of times we have to pause for like, oh, someone has to go deal with the dogs, either your end or my end, like, mm-hmm. or your kids need to eat or all of a sudden everyone's awake in my household and they want to talk outside of my office door. <laughs> Was that your kid Speaking right now? Speaking of dogs, <laughs> oh. my dog is going crazy. I don't know why. Sometimes I think one of my dogs wants to be rehomed. <laughs> because he's constantly doing things he's not supposed to do or fighting with the other ones. Did or... you ever get that bird? It pretty much lives at my sister-in-law's, but we do oh. have it. Um, it was this outside of our control stuff was making me think of the day we launched uh, the swag pack deals online and then our our server went down for the web hosting yeah so that was interesting right (laughs) we were like guys you can go buy this now you click the link and it is completely screwed up just code just straight code is on there like we didn't know how to post or make a website yeah it made us look really bad yeah so who knows i mean but that was a squarespace issue at the time but they fixed it pretty quick I like to think that we lost a bunch of sales due to thanks to them. Like, I like to think that, but let's <laughs> let reality sit in here. But those have all been mailed out for the people that did order them. So if you haven't gotten it yet, it should arrive soon. Yeah, that was weird too because Brent got his in Louisiana from yeah, Vegas. I shipped him out the same day. Faster than I got it from Vegas to California. Tell me how that makes sense at all. 
Isn't that amazing, though? Oh, my God. Even, like, it blows my mind. You're one state away from me. Why does it take four days for stuff to get from here to there? Like, I It's think a six-hour could... drive. I Five feel... Hours, no traffic. Like, I could put it on the ground. I could do kick the can all the way to you in California and have it arrive in the same amount of time and in better condition. <laughs> It's mind blowing. Like I, Doesn't it, it drives drives me crazy. I just ship a shirt to Utah yesterday, and it's like it'll be there in four days. It's a fourteen Does, hour drive. That makes no sense. Fourteen hour drive. Yeah. Is it because Sunday's involved in that mix? I don't know. Why? And well, it was maybe. cheaper to ship than it was for me to ship to you. Same shirt. So one thing I found interesting, right, is so FedEx. I paid for the shipping and it's like, yeah, it'll arrive by Friday. Right. Cause I did it online and I said it would ship out the next day. It still said it would be there Friday. I shipped it. They, it didn't arrive Friday. So I called about it and they said, well, did you drop it off on this day? I was like, yeah, but I even put that as the drop off day on the computer. And they're like, well, it must not have gone into the system in time. I'm like, I dropped it off at 7 o'clock in the morning when they opened. And then I was like, okay, well, is it going to deliver Saturday? They're like, you didn't pay for Saturday delivery, so nope, it'll arrive on Monday. I'm like, excuse me? Like, I have to pay extra for you to <laughs> deliver a package during your normal route hours? So this is another reason why, like, USPS is more appealing at the moment is because... They deliver on Saturdays, and I don't have to pay extra for it. And lately, they've been faster and more reliable. I mean, yeah, they've broken things in the past, and they've broken signs occasionally, but their break rate is like 10% at this point, and FedEx is at like 33%, and UPS is at like 50%. you have an Excel spreadsheet for this. I do not, but I should make one. I'm surprised you don't already. Well, I canceled my UPS account, so I can't access the stuff anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was beyond Because you're done. unprofessional? I am very unprofessional. That was the funny part, is when I finally had had it. And I think, I, I think five months is enough time to... Con- like, I was calling at least, like, once a week at one point. And to have them tell me, because I was like you know what, I'm effing done, close my accounts, deny the claim, you're never going to approve it anyway. And they're like, so you need to be, re- you really need to be more professional and not speak like that. I'm like, I went five months of speaking to you like a human being and an adult, and you have treated me like nothing but a child. So please do not question me on how professional I am to you. You want me to be professional? I will hire a lawyer and go that way. Would you prefer that? And then they shut up. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know what to do. Like, if you're nice about it, they walk all over you. If you're mean about it, they think you're a dick. Uh, There's no, like, you can't be, like, in the middle. Not going to start shipping now. Honestly, I don't blame you. (laughs) Like, I, I honestly feel like Lizzie and I need to prototype some kind of bulletproof packaging that can never be broken. And then make it available to everybody. <laughs> the Kevlar shipping. 
like so this is the thing right so you can you can obviously buy the stuff to package it to the point where like no way in the world is it going to get broken but then you're paying $300 in materials to package it. Right. And then because they're just that expensive. And explaining that to your customer when you're giving them their estimate, yeah. they're not going to want to pay for that. Correct. So then you get in the battle of, well, I could, yeah, I could buy better packaging materials. My price goes up. Well, then my client doesn't want to buy anymore. So then you can't do it. So you're constantly in that limbo of well i can't do this if i can't charge more and right and then people are like well that's your responsibility you're the shipper i'm like well i'm already including the shipping in the quote in the first place and my signs are already cheaper than a lot of other people so i don't know what you want me to do i've had it recently like stuff that's out of my control like when i'm putting together an estimate like for hardwoods for a project like I'm going off the price I'm quoted, like from the hardware dealer, like that day. Yeah. But by the time I go to pick it up, the price has changed, and I'm like, yeah. man, like a dollar fifty a board foot adds up, and now oh yes it does. So now I've eaten into my twenty percent waste. Now I'm breaking even, so I can't have any screw ups with cutting up this hardwood. Which well, and I would look into that and see if that price is good for like a certain amount of days see that's what like the last time i did it i had called it called in and got a price for walnut for the board like for the type that i needed um and it showed in my account that i had called and they had quoted me a price and he said we're going to honor that price because you had called and we whatever price we gave you that day and then i look on my receipt i'm like so where did you honor it because i'm paying more than i anticipated with the price you originally quoted me and like you look at the breakdown and it shows like that i've spent more than i should have anyways they were charging me the actual like dollar amount that for that day versus when i had called so it just sucks and then like one yeah. one of the dealers i had called they're like oh yeah we have four quarter in stock blah 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 and they were cheaper so i went out there and by the time i got there i was like you don't have any four quarter left <laughs> you don't have anything that i need so with people like that i've found that if you if you say can you please put it to the side like i'll even pay a deposit or something for you to hold it usually they will if they're a smaller like mom and pop type shop but again it's kind of hit and miss yeah because that information doesn't always get relayed to every employee yeah it's cr like it's crazy that the price that i'm paying for walnut locally i can drive two and a half hours north and pay half the price so depending on the project it's actually worth it for me to drive and then i'd still save money with drive time gas and all that stuff to go get certain hardwoods versus here there are makers here in vegas that have driven all the way to i think oregon see i filled up their trailer with hardwoods and drove it back i would tell amanda i had to do that just so i can go to oregon for all the craft beer up there like this that's is good this is the so only the funny place part. that I can get this wood at. I gotta go on a road trip. The guy filled up his trailer with hardwood and filled his back seat with a keg. There, <laughs> there you so, go. That's the kind I of mean, friends you need to make out there since you're trying to meet new makers and stuff over there. So I have, I have basically become friends with the owner of a brewery that's going to be opening a tap room. I did so. notice your shirt. It's a very nice shirt. 
Yeah. <laughs> the beer is good too. You got hooked I up. I mean, last there's week. it's just like any craft beer. There's ones that you know you'll like, and then there's kinds you don't like. Every brewery has beers I like, and every brewery has a couple I don't. It's like any other one. But I mean, the guy is really nice. I think it's just like two people right now. That's crazy. And they're trying to open their tap room, which I think will be open by AWFS. So regardless of whether a meetup happens, we should at least like go have a drink there. Yeah, Tracy was messaging me the other day and she said she'll probably be out there. And I said that we were talking about doing a meetup. So that'd be fun. Yeah. And then, you know, I, mean, I enjoy anything with beer involved. It's funny. I get. I guess maybe I come off as some drunk or something like that. Because anytime I'm like stressed out in my stories, like I'll get messages like, "Go, go drink a beer. You'll feel better." I'm like, I'm not a lush. Like, I, <laughs> I just enjoy my cocktails from time to time. <laughs> you know, like one a day. Yeah, isn't I'm like, that bad. it's not like I'm counting down the time to see like, is it time for me to drink now? But I guess it's all perception how people perceive you on the internet. Well, whatever. So I've. That's interesting, right? Instagram and talking about things you can't control. You, like, obviously, we can't control how many people follow us or like our stuff or anything else. And it's amazing because you'll you'll have people message you, or at least I have, and they'll be like, how are... And they're friends. They're not, like, you know, bot accounts trying to get me to pay for followers or anything, which I get those too, but instantly decline. But I'll get people messaging me and they'll be like, how are you not at such and such a milestone? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, what I think is going to be a good post never performs well. And what I think is going to be a terrible post seems to perform well. And I have no idea how to control any of that. And it seems like every maker has that issue. Yeah, There's nothing you can do about it. I'm just over caring about it. Like, I'll post when I want to post. I'm not going to worry about what time I need to post to get more traction. Oh, yeah. So, have you noticed I haven't posted as much lately? I did Like, notice. I used to post once a day, and now I post, like, whenever I feel I actually have something worth posting. I'm laughing because, like, I'm not, like stalking my following like numbers or anything like that but i've laughed because the last couple posts i've done i've lost followers on so my account yeah. just keeps like going down and down <laughs> and i'm like i don't even care because even that barn door i was like um i lost 10 followers or something like that but then i have five clients that have now or like five potential clients that reached out to me that are like hey i'm interested in a barn door so that's a very successful post for me if i can get even two of those people to move through with a project so that was my epiphany moment of the week it's funny you say that was i'm noticing that it doesn't matter how many followers i have like as long as i'm getting you know orders for mugs or orders for magnets or orders for signs that's what's paying my bills like my number of followers on ig is not bringing me money because even if a company wants me to do something they want to do it strictly by affiliate and it's more like you're like yeah i'll share it when i feel it's appropriate to share it i'm not going to become a billboard and it's you know in the last week i've well if you if you take away the sign that I made that got shared, I maybe gained like two followers 
but I got like two requests for quotes in that same time. See, that's successful. See, and then if like even if one of those goes through, that's probably your laser payment right there. If if the one that I did yesterday goes through, it will be about two months of laser payments. Nice. It was a big it was four feet by four feet. That's a freight ship. So it's big. It is a Dude, freight you tell ship. them they're gonna have to come pick it up though, so it can get to their business in one piece. Like, sorry, you're gonna need to rent a trailer and cross yeah. country that one. <laughs> but it was it was a I mean, four feet by four feet is massive. Like it's big. And they That's I yeah. mean, if that one goes through, that would be awesome. But then so something that was out of my control. I so I made that sign for Kyle, right? From mm-hmm. our buildings. And that was the one I was so stressed out would not make it through shipping. Right. Because it had a bunch of tiny pieces. They were all, you know, the acrylic with the backlighting. Like I thought for sure, because the acrylic was offset from the back of the frame for the lighting, that something was gonna happen. Out of all the stuff I shipped this week, that was the only thing that survived. <laughs> and so they op- he opened it, and he shared it in the stories, which we kind of talked about him doing. And the thing I didn't expect was that he would post it, mm-hmm. like as a post. And people really liked it on his page. <laughs> like, I posted something very similar on mine, and it didn't get near the traction for obvious reasons. Like, my following's not even... I don't even like, think it's like an 18th of his. I was going to say, At yeah. this point. And so I got more followers from that. And then I got some more requests for quotes from that. But, I mean, I couldn't control if he shared it or not. And I, I mean, there's nothing that you can do to control anything of what other people do. Right, because you've set that up too with some of your sign deals. Like, oh, I'll cut you a oh, deal yeah. if you post it on your giant channel. And then you're like, oh, I just got screwed because they never did what they said they were going to do. So they got hooked up with this deal and I didn't get yeah. the exposure that I was supposed to get. Like, I've done ones for free that were not lit, but I've done ones for free with that expectation. And they're like, yeah, as soon as it comes, I'll post about it and we'll we'll get you some traction. And then it never happened. And then you talk to him like a month later and like, yo, yeah, like I'll do it this week. Doesn't happen. So, and it, it's been a year now. I'm like, it's never happening. Yeah. <laughs> so I wish people could you see learn. your face right now as you talk about this stuff. <laughs> so like I kind of, okay. So it's like anything else, right? If you're making stuff, you account for like 20% mm-hmm. of the material being lost. So basically if you're marketing yourself and you're giving away discounts or you're giving away stuff for exposure, expect that 20% aren't going to do what they said, which is about the number that has not done what they said they're going to do. So, Well, it's even like dealing with cl- like potential clients. You have like trying to get like retention and after you do the estimate, you're going to have time wasted. You're going to give them a, like a rough price and then they're just going to flake out on you and not go through with anything. Yeah, you can't you can't control that. I mean, you could try and message them back and say, "Hey, do you still want to move forward? Like, are we still good for this?" And they just ghost you. Which I've done that. I've been ghosted on like four quotes recently. So there's only so much you can do. You need the week long vacation that I just had. 
I need a beer. <laughs> I wore my I wore my beer shirt yesterday, my beer me shirt yesterday, and I went I had to get a haircut and it was like ten o'clock in the morning and my hairdresser was like, Nice shirt. A little early to be wearing that though. And I was like, Well, you don't have to take it seriously. It's just a shirt. So Yeah. <laughs> we have a family vacation coming up in September, so I still have a while. God, that's a long while. Yeah. You might need a little well, temporary break too. It's I'll, one of those things you have to book really far in advance to get what you want. I'll work in so. no play. We'll make Trevor a dull boy. Was I ever not dull in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> you get very chatty when, like, before and after we record, and then you get like serious tone when we're recording, and you're all professional. It's it's a job. I'm showing up to work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll start doing like an after hours recording. We'll record like at five thirty when you do have a beer in hand you and you loosen up. You know. <laughs> Probably not a bad idea. But today I get to pull weeds, so that's going to be fun. Dude, your kids have to pull weeds. Do it like my grandparents used to do for me. It's 10 cents per weed. So my kids can pull weeds, but the problem is they can't get the root because it's like desert climate. It's hard as a rock ground. So what I'm probably going to do is pull them out and then have them take them and throw them in the trash can. So you that, have to you know, spray after you pull them out, or they're just going to repopulate. Well, I need to find a spray that will actually do something. And then, if you make it yourself, this is like a whole totally off topic, but if you make it yourself in like a pump sprayer, add a little Dawn dish soap to it, because it helps it stick to the weed, and then it has a better chance of it killing it all the way down to the root. That's good to know. I know, a little fun tip for these woodworkers. So... <laughs> They're gonna. We're gonna get feedback on this episode. Like you guys went off topic a lot, talking about well, birds and dogs and Roundup stuff beyond our control. Yeah, just it's, like this conversation. Well, it's true because I mean, you can't make any. Like you have to do household stuff so you can get to the shop and do stuff. So like that's half my battle all the time because my house is older. Mm-hmm. Like something's always falling apart, so I have to take time and fix it before I can go to work. Work. Yeah, I still have my doorbell to replace. I still have a door handle to replace and there's something else but it's one of those things like you procrastinate and you forget about it and then you remember it and then you're like i'll do it later then you forget yeah, about it's it like i remember it but i can't that. get to it in this second and then all yep. of a sudden it's another month and it's not fixed yes the one thing that is or has been in my control and will be in everybody's control is you do have the ability to choose what you put your time into it's true. For example, I was having a lot of trouble getting orders the last month or so. So a couple of people ordered mugs, which was cool. And I did those. I finally got paid. I forgot to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Update finally for got everyone. Paid. We'll talk Update about that for... in a minute. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> but I decided to what you claim is cold calling cold or call. cold messaging people. And I messaged, Sliding I've into messaged the DMs. probably, yep, like, <laughs> hey, pay me. Um, <laughs> that sounded really bad. Anyway, the four or so I think I've contacted, one has actually been actively responding, which has been good because they're in town and I don't have to ship anything. Hey. Drive it over there. What a win. And so yesterday I, asked, I made a couple more samples and they're moving forward with one of the items. So nice. I'm trying to get my foot in the door and go from there. So sometimes, and it, this one wasn't a 
DM. It was, uh, I emailed. Is this the place you went to last week and dropped off some samples? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they, because they said, you know, we'd like to see a, a couple samples of these other types of items. So I made a couple, took them over. They're like, yeah, let's start with this one. Uh, go ahead and do the designs and shoot them by us and we'll go from there. Nice. So last night I was designing some of them. They're not done yet, but the the takeaway is that you know you have the ability to message people you won't you won't get a hundred percent response rate don't expect to you're probably gonna get a 10 percent let's face it and i've the good thing about this one being in town is i can actually physically go there and talk to the people i think that makes a huge so difference. it kind of helps yeah because even they're like could you make something like this? And they pull something off their merch uh, mm-hmm. shelf. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, because I'd rather have, you know, one person be able to do everything rather than sourcing five different people to do each of the same thing that one person could get done. Right. And then the fact and the that... bonus is... Go ahead. I was We're... just going to say the fact that I'm smaller and I'm like a one owner side hustle. Well, I was going to say, just I'm even willing to put in that work. The fact that you're local and they're local, I think, is completely different. Like, I think you kind yeah. of have that more understanding of what it's like to get going and get business and get accounts and everything. I feel like um, can speak to business owners. Yeah. And I feel like if I, if I can get in the door with them, it may open other doors. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure they, they have, have connections there. Yeah. they. I mean, they have connections with casinos. Which is huge. And they have connections with, well, I mean, it's exotic car related. So they have connections with a bunch of exotic car owners. They have connections with like, YouTubers like a whole and YouTube stuff. community yeah. of exotic car owners. So, I mean, I'm willing to put in the work and design things as one-offs and do one of something because they're running into the problem where the people they're trying to deal with don't want to do less than 50. Like, I don't care. I'll do one. <laughs> like, basically, all I do is ones of stuff. <laughs> like one of every Maker's Yetis this week? Yeah, so I did... I did... Six mugs this week. Two were generic branded, and then the rest were Yeti. Nice. But you are holding... The maker vision one. Dude, these are nice. They're like a lot better quality than I expected for for the price that they were, yeah. Well the fact that like it's like, oh Yeti's the best, blah blah blah. And I know there's other good ones too, but like these yeah. are they have the lid that I like so I don't get bombarded with coffee in my face and get second degree mm-hmm. burns. Um, which is what I was looking for when we were shopping for mugs, but they're super nice quality. And then I kind of like that. It doesn't have a logo on it except our logo. It's on the bottom. And then I like that the lid says little boss because yeah. it, I forgot to show you goes with this. Nice. Hashtag yeah. boss lady. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Cause so I, I engraved them. I was like, okay, like they feel lighter than a Yeti. Like they don't feel as, but they're robust. like easier. Yeah. They're easier to hold on to. They're not as bulky. They do feel easier to hold on to. It does say that it's not dishwasher safe, but I'm personally using one and I'm purposely putting it through all the stuff you're not supposed to to see what happens to it. Except the microwave. 
Yeah, I, well, I don't. I don't plan to microwave it. <laughs> um, but I will dishwash it. So I have one that says, "Don't dishwash it." Don't dishwasher it, I guess. However you want to say it. Don't use Don't the dishwasher. Don't use the dishwasher on it. Um, and it starts to make the um, powder coating like cloudy after a while. So I think that's... So that's my feeling. That's why I think it says don't put it in the dishwasher. But what I'm going to do is I'm purposely doing it to mine so that I can show people what will happen to it over time if you dishwash it oh, and how many dishwasher cycles 100% guaranteed Amanda's going to put it in the dishwasher so I could report back to I, th- I think it'd be a good thing to try. I don't want it. See what happens yeah. to it. Everything ends up in the dishwasher in this house. I mean, that's the one thing. Like Yeti is dishwasher safe, I think, but it also is three times the cost. Yeah, no one wants to pay for that. And honestly, my coffee, because I'll make it before I leave, and it was two, like an hour and a half later, it was still burning yeah, my mouth. This is nice that I haven't had to put my coffee back in the microwave this morning because it's been in my insulated cup. Yeah, I mean it's. It's not bad. I, I'm not sure what I expected, but when people say like generic brands work just as well as Yeti does, this one's doing pretty good on the heat side. I haven't tried the ice it's side weird, yet. It's weird the little um, literature on it didn't say anything about how long it keeps things cold. It just talked about the heat. Yeah, so I was just gonna like put ice in it and then let it sit there and see how long it stays Icy. intact. I have a feeling it could still maybe go the 24 hours. I have a feeling we've definitely gone off topic and we should probably just wrap up. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we're in the conversation we have when we stop recording. Yes. So sneak peek <laughs> as to what an after show would be like. Yeah, guys. if y'all are interested in an after show Patreon. <laughs> There's actually a lot more explicit language, to be honest. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we do have the swag packs so all of anybody that has ordered one it has shipped out so there were six orders i think so far they're all done they're all shipped out if you would or if you're interested like we talked about in the last episode there's two tiers one is a bottle opener magnet and sticker which is 15 dollars, which includes the shipping and the other one is 45 dollars, which is a mug a bottle opener a magnet a sticker and a Revmark marker for the first 30 that we sell. So once those 30 are up, yep. the Revmark markers are gone. I didn't get a Revmark marker. Nope, because they're reserved for the customers. Um, and then, oh, rate, review, and subscribe. So it automatically yeah. downloads when new episodes are released to your listening device. We'd and if you have that. ideas for future topics, let us know that. DM, yeah, DM us on Maker Vision Podcast or our personal accounts. We're all over the place and on the internet. When will the next web oh, call be? The twenty tw- first, right? Yeah, the twenty okay. first. We'll have a web call. And yeah, so I mean, we're just trying to help people out as we can. If you guys have ideas for topics or if you have feedback to help us or if you have an idea for something let us know so and if you have ideas for other swag packs like maybe a, just a magnet and a sticker one oh, I don't know. yeah we are talking about doing shirts now too i just need to order yes to see what the gold looks like I read so it. we have a couple of shirt designs we're 
looking through and kind of deciding on. So that, I'm sure we'll end up doing a poll at some point. So far, it looks good for people wanting them. We just have to figure out materials Designs. and stuff. So we'll get there. Yeah. Maybe by the next cool. episode, we can have more details for that. Oh, I remember now. To update everybody, which I said a little bit earlier, I did get paid for the invoice that was a month old. Yeah. <laughs> and I did get a tip at the end of it for, I, I guess, being patient about it. Still don't put all your faith in humanity and do what Trevor did. Get paid up front. Yeah. Please, please uh, don't ship without getting the payment first. And I've heard It'll from a lot of people attack. that they wait for payment at the end of things. I mean, at least get cost for materials up front of anything. Don't go that out of pocket. Me. Don't go out of pocket for any of this stuff. Like, there are some that I will because I know for a fact, like, I can hunt them down. I know who they are. I know everything. Like, like getting paid by them isn't going to be a problem. Well, yeah. Like, but you then made my some... product and then shipped it. And you're like, okay, yeah. I'm, like, you can send over. Like, obviously, I'm not going to screw you over. But, like, yeah. to some stranger, like, get their money up front. Yes, at least get a deposit that covers Jeez. all the materials and it's at least some of your time. But you can trust people, but verify by getting the payment up front. Yeah. Don't be don't so learn, trusting. Learn from our mistakes and don't do what we did. I feel like I we need a platform for people to send in their mistakes so we can all learn what they did. Like yeah, I almost you, want that to be a web call topic. If you made a mistake... Please message us. We'll keep it anonymous. On Instagram. Or you can email us at makervisionpodcast at gmail.com. We'll keep it anonymous. We won't put names on but it. But that way we can teach other makers not to make those mistakes. Because sometimes you don't know you're going to make a mistake until you're in the situation. So Yes. And we need that feedback to help keep this podcast alive and have good topics for you. Just guys. socialize with us, guys. Reach out to us some way. We want to talk yeah. to people. <laughs> We feel lonely. <laughs> Alrighty. So until next until week. next time. I will see you later. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. As a continued listener, we greatly appreciate your feedback, your input, and just downloading the episode every week. If you're a new listener, thank you for hopping on and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we also hope that you continue to join along with us every week as we'll put out new podcasts covering all sorts of maker topics. Also, be sure to check out MakerVisionPodcast.com where we'll post valuable resources, tips, tricks, and maker swag, including stickers because, you know, makers love stickers. And we'll do this to help your maker vision become a maker reality. If you have any questions, suggestions, or any general input about this particular episode or previous episodes, you can reach out to our podcast email at makervisionpodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach us on our Instagram, and that's makervisionpodcast. Even better, you can reach out to us directly through my personal Instagram, that is Old South Woodcraft, Trevor's personal Instagram, Maker Experiment. And the personal Instagram of our newest co-host, Martina, at Naughty by Nature Designs. She also runs the Maker Vision Podcast Instagram account. So if you have questions, you can reach out to her either way, and she'll be happy to help. 
Also, if you really enjoyed today's episode, or even if you didn't enjoy, enjoy today's episode, let us know. Give us a review. Hopefully it's a five-star review to show us that, hey, we've been doing good, but if you didn't, tell us what you didn't like about it, because we're happy to hear from you either way. And once again, thank you for being a listener, and we hope to see you next week. 